This is the Punk and Piledrivers Podcast with your host, Big Bad Boris. Welcome to a belated episode of the Punk and Piledrivers Podcast on the Love Wrestling Podcast Network. My name is Big Bad Boris, and we are doing another uh, edition of Ask Boris. So, of course, who do I bring in but the big guns, the professional broadcaster for the Ask Boris segments, Mr. Warren Diesel Barris. Warren, what the heck is going on? Uh, not a lot. I had something. I, I whipped it up earlier, and I should have wrote it down because now I don't remember it, but it was it was like my version of the weekly, longest weekly running episodic television program, <laughs> but for me, longest recording guest reinvited podcast thing. <laughs> Yeah, something similar to that, yes. And <laughs> I was thinking, I it's funny because it I was thinking too. You've had the most songs, I think, played on the Punk and Prodders podcast as well. So that's pretty cool. I, and I'll, you know what? It's an honor and a privilege. Well, there you go. Uh, apologies for the late uh, coming of this podcast. It was supposed to be last week, but last week uh, the old COVID went through uh, my store, went through the, the shoot job, as the kids like to say, and unfortunately it got me this time. So I spent uh, pretty much the whole week in the room uh, under the blanket hiding from the rest of the world so I wouldn't infect the lady or the children or anything like that. So I apologize for the late coming. How are you How are you feeling now, though? Oh, I'm, it, I'm like, all good you, now. I, good? I, I tested negative for the first time on uh saturday afternoon so saturday evening actually able to get out of the house and stuff and yeah no i'm all good i was just you know i didn't i didn't want to you know i i would have like there's no rules now that say you can't go to work but like i would not feel right knowing that i'm positive going to work you know there's a lot Mm -hmm. of you know some older people that work with with me and stuff and i just i think that's kind of a dick move if you know you're positive to go work so i didn't do it that's, and that's what makes you a good man, Boris. Hell yeah. All right. So because of the uh, Zoom time limit of crap, we're going we're gonna to rifle through <laughs> this. So uh, let's, let's, let's ask Boris. Because I love Ask Boris. Yeah. I'm a big fan of myself. <laughs> <laughs> You're a mark for yourself. Yeah, I am a mark. Nobody uh, else is, but just me. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll start right at the top. Who do you believe has had the best slash who do you think has had the most improved 2022? Um, two names that jumped out at me at this one. Uh, I don't watch a lot of WWE. I've been watching a little bit more AEW lately, but uh, I do like my indie wrestle. And then a couple of names that jumped out at me was uh, uh, Gringo Loco, who's been around for, for a very long time, but he's been... Uh, GCW's kind of featured him a lot more and a lot of other companies started to feature him a lot more. And he's he's putting on some really great matches and doing some good work. He's a lucha style guy, but he doesn't really look like a lucha style guy because he's a bit heavier and you know a bit thicker in the middles. But he's he's doing some good work. And the other one that jumped out at me is a guy who had a run of bad luck uh, a few years ago, and that's uh, Speedball Mike Bailey. Uh, he got caught in the states. Um, if my memory serves me correctly, he got caught in the states without the proper paperwork. He's from from Canada, and uh, yeah, got caught in the states wrestling without the proper paperwork, and he was banned from wrestling in the states for five years, just when he was really starting to kind of catch on, mm. uh, doing some PWG and stuff. So he he wrestled here and in Japan and in the UK for those five years, and now he's back in the states again for I want to say the last year or so, and he's really been ripping it up. Last Mania weekend, I think he had like 15 matches in like four days or something crazy like that. He's doing some good stuff. So those are the two guys that kind of sprung out at me. Uh, now on to the, to, the, to the real, the good wrestling and local wrestling. What have been your favorite LPW matches? 
Oh, there's been there's been so much good stuff. There's uh, a lot to choose from. I, I like the 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 MRB and, and Ravenous Randy stuff just because it's like a throwback to, to older times that I was there for. I think Jack Pride's doing some amazing, amazing work. Um, I'm loving what's happening with Son of Irish and the you know the underdog story. There's there's a lot to be excited about and a lot of really good stuff. What are you digging? I don't know. You told literally me not- any. I know you told me not to like ask you the same questions, but F you, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> Literally anything involving the rads is, is, is a license to print money as far as I'm concerned. Oh, why am I not surprised? Oh, God. Mitch Clark. He's, I mean, it's, come on, look at him. Just look at all those guys. You can't tell me that they're not the greatest <laughs> thing on God's green earth. Uh, 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 speaking of which, on a related, unrelated note, he and uh, Sean Moore are gonna tear it up on Friday night. I can't wait mm-hmm. for that. One. That that's yeah, my that's, that's my up. show stealer. I think. Yeah, I uh, I don't disagree with you on that one. Yeah, this uh, is ordinarily you... sorry. This is ordinarily where we would do our uh, our, our show that's preview true, yeah. podcast, but because of the old COVID, that's not gonna happen yeah. this time. So I apologize, but nonetheless, come out Friday. It's gonna be a banger, a banger, as the kids say. If you could commentate a wrestling event with anyone, who would it be? <laughs> oh, I want to say something right now so bad, it, but I'm not. Do it, do no, it. I'm not going to do it. Uh, <laughs> oh my! You know, I, I would like to uh, to uh, like. I've obviously I, I sing the praises of GCW a lot. Just it's something I really enjoy. I'd like to do uh, a GCW show with Dave Prezak, even Kevin Gill. I think it'd be a lot of fun. There's there's a, a handful of guys I like. Ian Riccoboni a lot. Um, but I need like color guys. I'd like to do something with, with Jerry Lawler, or, you know, those guys that, that or Taz Taz would be a lot of fun to kind of riff off of. As well. <laughs> I would love a big bad Boris and Taz commentary. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Like he, like the stuff they do on dark him and, and Excalibur. Yeah. I don't think they like do over anything. <laughs> they just kind of let it ride and let it be what it is. And it's a lot of fun. And, uh, and Bobby, can... Heenan, Bobby Heenan, of course. If I could make a, a bit of off the board for myself, I know. Again, I'm answering these. Uh, Vince McMahon. God damn it! What a move! I just think I just <laughs> think that he's got he knows the business so well, and like obviously has been in their ears for so long. That yeah, he has to have a certain impact on how great it's been. That I think it would just be an interesting experience to tell have him tell me what to do. <laughs> what a maneuver! Yeah, <laughs> that's good shit, uh, pal. How do you feel the landscape of wrestling has changed pre-COVID versus post-COVID? You know, honestly, I don't think all that much. I think when fans first came back, I think when the fans were gone, everybody really kind of realized how much of a difference it makes with the fans. Like the, the Thunderdome yeah. was cool. And like when AEW would stick, you know, the, the, other, the other talent around the ring and stuff. And I think for, you know, the fans were missed. And uh, when the fans came back for like a month, the novelty of having the fans back was cool. But I think we're back to kind of status quo. I don't really think nothing springs to mind about anything really changing that much. Like, I think we're back to kind of where we were before in terms of presentation and fans and all that kind of stuff. And I think it's just business as usual again. Boris, this is an important question. Why do you cheer for the Flames? Because I'm smart and good looking and handsome and I got good taste. Oh no, I was born and raised in Calgary and yeah, that's, and that's it. That's, that's, it. Know, that's, that's what 90% of sports is, right? Yeah, that's who my dad cheered for and yada mm-hmm. yada yada and old habits die hard. We're off to a good start this year. I'm uh, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic of what's going on so yeah. far. 
It's going to be a good year for you guys, I think. How are you, how are you guys uh, which, doing over there? Uh, well, well, hey, we're, we're always a slow start, okay? We'll be fine. It's we're, only been, what, four or okay. five games? It's about the games in the playoffs. Yeah, it's not, counts. it's not, it's not uh, time to hit the panic button quite yet. <laughs> which kind of reality show would you get behind? A making the band format where you follow a group of people from tryouts to eventually competing in the big leagues or a skewed reality one, a.k.a. what's mankind eating, or where did we leave Brock Lesnar? Well, <laughs> uh, I mean, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the follow, the, the, the aforement, the, the former you mentioned, obviously, has been done a bunch of times with, with Tough Enough, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, <laughs> where did we leave Brock Lesnar? See, I think that'd be kind of fun, like if we left Brock Lesnar at like a daycare or at like a, a, a meatpacking plant or, or at a welding factory or... At a mortuary, I think see what would happen. Honestly, like his day to day life, I, he won't do sit downs. I don't want to hear sit down interviews with him, like confession style. But like, I would watch a show of him just on his ranch, what he does on a day to day basis, shooting stuff. And... Because yeah, he's just hillbilly, right? And he's just, he's he's gotten a pig or whatever. Like I don't know, he's just he's an enigma. That dude <laughs> gotten a pig. See, I like I'm not a big fan of like reality shows around wrestling, and I don't really watch them. I never liked. You know, like Mrs. Mrs. Ms. and Mrs. or whatever the fuck that's called, and and you know the Bella one and the Total Divas <laughs> and the Hogan knows best. I didn't really watch any of that stuff because uh, just you know I like watching wrestling and I don't like watching nonsense. Now Hulk Hogan yeah. Celebrity Championship Wrestling, you should if you can find that, <laughs> go back and watch that because that was the bomb. That was fucking yeah. awesome. Like Screech and Todd Bridges scrapping it out mm. in the ring. That's that's good stuff. R.I.P. Screech. Yeah. No. Uh, is Fosse actually any good, or are did we, we just did, giving? Did we just have a moment for Screech? <laughs> I think we did. We both did. Uh, uh, is Fosse actually any good? Or are we just giving Chris Jericho too much credit? Uh, I'm not going to lie and tell you that I've listened to a lot of Fosse, but the stuff that I have heard of is just like generic run of the mill rock music that I, you know, yep. it's it's kind of like a little soulless and bland and whatever. But you know. The people like singing that. Agree. The people like singing that song at, at at AEW. So you know, let them have fun. I think uh, I think that actually is a very good hit. That'll be that'll be the that band's legacy for sure. Even outside of wrestling, before he started using it for wrestling, it was doing better than anything they ever did. So like, was that a single? Did that get played on the radio? Yeah, we played it. Did you guys like, play we've it? Never touched. Yeah, we've never touched Fozzie before. We haven't touched him since, but we played it in uh, like 500 times in heavy uh, rotation really oh wow yeah, okay it was, it was huge big tester for us too interesting uh which wrestler will be the next big mcu cameo and what lesser known marvel marvel character will they play uh i think it's gonna be uh roman reigns and I don't know mm. shit about Marvel characters, so I couldn't really tell you but like he's just got a con kind of got that badass kind of look to him but at the same time, big cousin Dwayne is on the DC side now with his movie on what Black Adam sounds racist, Black, but I don't know Black anything Adam about that. So <laughs> like, I don't know what, what Black Adam is. I don't really follow no comics idea. and stuff. So maybe somebody needs to spoon feed that to me. But but to, oh, so could there be a clash of the Titans between DC and Marvel with cousin Dwayne and and uh, and Roman? Joseph brought him into the fast and the furious stuff so oh yeah 
I watched the first Fast and the Furious movie, (laughs) and I thought it was the worst, worst, worst thing I've ever seen. Stupid. (laughs) I made a really offensive joke about it that I won't repeat, but I'll tell you off air, and that sums up how I feel about the fucking fact. Like I haven't watched another one because it was just mind-numbingly terrible. But I don't care about cars either, so. Name five bands that you'd put in your dream reunion tour lineup. You can bring people back from the dead if you need to. Five bands to put in my dream tour lineup. Uh, original Ramones. I knew you were going to say that. Uh, Nirvana, because I never got to see them. Mm. Uh, I'm just like naming off bands I've never seen. Uh, you know a band I really, really like that I've never seen is The Cure. And there's rumors that they're going to be doing one last album, which I think would be really cool. Uh, who else have I never seen? God, there's so many. Those are the ones that kind of spring off the top of my head. James Brown. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's the right answer right there. Uh, what festival is next in line for a sensationalist documentary similar to Firefest slash Woodstock, Tomorrowland, Rolling Stones slash Altamont Free Concert or Gathering of the Juggalos? Uh, Gathering of the Juggalos has had lots of like little like mini documentaries you can find on YouTube, like Vice and stuff went there. Uh, mm-hmm. That you've heard, you know about Altamont, right? The Rolling Stones one where they hired the the Hell's Angels to do security. Oh, that's I, that one. Yes, I, I don't know if there's been a full length documentary about that, but I think that would be really interesting as well. Uh, I can't think of anything else that's really gone horribly bad besides like those ones. If you haven't checked out the the Woodstock one on netflix as well as the woodstock one that they just did on hbo as well they're both really 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 good is there a wrestling event that deserves a similar netflix documentary um see that's where i think dark side of the ring has kind of come in because i would have said that that korea uh uh thing that they did um where they all went to north korean and and uh dark side did that i mean wrestlemania has been covered to death but it's always an interesting story um, you know, there's deathmatch tournaments where where the you know these documentary people have gone behind the scenes to film that. <sighs> Nothing else that really springs to mind besides those ones, like maybe WrestleMania three, just because it was like the first big, mega, gigantic, crazy shit. And I'm sure there's some good stories to tell about that. Most of the good ones have already been done. Yeah, it's true. That's WWE's so done good. a really good job of documenting their history. So, and milking every penny out of their fans. Uh, you know, fair. That's what, <laughs> uh, what we're here for. What's Milk your us. take on rough and rowdy? And can the wrestling industry learn anything from quote backyard wrestling slash parking lots? I don't know what the fuck People rough seem and rowdy ru- fixated oh, on. What's rough and rowdy? I don't even know what that it's, is. Uh, it's uh, Barstool owns it now. It's it was been around since bar- before Barstool, but it's completely amateur boxing. Oh, it's kind of funny. Um, uh, Owen, my son Owen and I, we like to watch. Uh, have you ever heard of Street Beefs? Yes. <laughs> you can see, you can watch Street Beefs on mm-hmm. YouTube, and it's just like these dudes in the backyard, and they just beat the shit out of each other. Um, see, I'm gonna be a, like a massive hypocrite because I fucking hate backyard wrestling. I think it's dangerous, and it puts you know the wrestling business in a bad light. Even though a lot yeah. of you know the biggest stars in the world uh, have come from that, you know, have started out there. And we've all done it. You know, I'm sure you did it when you were a kid. I know I did it too. Like nothing like, mm-hmm. you know, you no. see like just goofing around, you know. Uh, so I don't really like backyard wrestling. I think it's dangerous and scary. Uh, but I love street beefs. So maybe I'm just a big hypocrite. Well, and I like I, I'm not a barstool guy necessarily, but that I buy that rough and rowdy thing every time because it's 
they promote it like wrestling, right? They have them actually like these these hillbillies from the middle of Louisiana Bayou send in a video of them cutting a promo on the guy that they're going to box for three minutes. Like it's it's brilliant. It's the most train wreck thing ever. And B, it's actually sanctioned. So they have doctors on hand. And and if something does go bad, they've got people there to handle that right there. It is sanctioned in an actual arena. So, so that this makes is, it maybe a little bit safer. This is something I need to check out is what you're telling me. Oh, it's so good, dude. I, right. I think the next one's beginning of December. Highly recommend. Is it like pay-per-view kind of thing? Or like, how do you watch it? Yeah, they do it on their website. I think it's like 30 bucks. Hmm, and you get like four out th- three hours worth of it. And there's, I mean, they had Hornswoggle fought in one. Oh, really? Um, they have they usually have at least one or two celebrities. They had uh, uh, little people, or little little women. Last time, where the first time ever, there was two little women fighting. And, like yes. the the book, Little Women. <laughs> yeah, or yes, actual really little like that. Or actual oh, was, little women. Little women. Yes. I made myself laugh. Like the book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just popped myself. That's awesome. Okay, one more question and then we'll play your song. Okay. Uh, given the recent popularity of high fantasy franchises in pop culture, why haven't we seen persona slash storylines that parallel that trend? I.e., how long will we see how long until we see orcs and hobbits in the ring? Or is it perhaps that wrestling has left behind slash outgrown? such outlandish slash high concept notions in its storytelling. I think that's exactly it. That's a bygone era from back in the 80s. And yeah. back in the 80s, you would see orcs and goblins and Mantar and the garbage man and the dentist and and uh, the Ninja Turtles Oz. and Arachnaman <laughs> and Oz and all that. <laughs> Robocop and the Black Scorpion. And <laughs> and in, in nostalgia context and going back and looking at it, sometimes it's fun. Some of it ages very badly, but some of it doesn't. And like when I was a kid, it was the best shit ever. But like, that's just not where we are anymore. I don't think that we'll ever go back to that. But I mean, it, it was it was fun back in the day. But wrestling was really aimed at kids back then, whereas now it's not necessarily that way. Yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're going to go to a song because that's what we do here. And uh, you have picked another song. Uh, because you pick lots of songs because you're here all the goddamn time. Uh, you picked a song called The Liar's Club by Coheed and Cambria. I don't really know a lot about Coheed and Cambria. I know that they're like a, a, a thematic sort of a, a concept album sort of a band. And mm-hmm. I thought they were like a hard metal band. But this song is not really hard metal. So give me like a 30 second deep dive on Coheed and Cambria. They uh, So I think probably what, what made you think metal was, uh, well, I think it's Welcome Home was I think their biggest mainstream hit i guess from like 2006 2007 apollo i'm burning i think four or five i don't know they've, they've got a bunch of albums that are same name same but um they're kind of like yeah experimental's pretty pretty bang on they do have a heavier side i think recently on, on this newest album they've definitely gone a little bit more uh pop slash radio friendly yeah when style, i pulled this which... it had very like like a lot of pop sensibilities which uh you know i'm not saying in a bad way Mm-hmm. They, uh, I, I know early on in their career, they were getting a lot of comparisons to uh, Rush, which is high mm. praise because I think mainly the voice, the lead singer's voice, he does mm-hmm. have a bit of a higher pitch voice. Uh, but they were, they were really like, they used like operatic, like like instruments and and even like voices in certain songs and stuff that I think they were just kind of getting that prog kind of mm. feel to them that people were comparing them like that, but. Uh, I really, really, really like this new album, and this song is, is I think, my favorite album. All right, so this is uh, Coheed and KB. The track is The Liars Club 
Omnipunk and Proverbs Podcast. Alliance, the fear that wakes us up. The truth that things are such a mess far beyond repair. Cambria, as picked by Warren Diesel Barris on the Punk and Powderverse podcast, it is Ask Boris number four, I want to say. Uh, it's what I run out of friends to have on the podcast. I do ask Boris. <laughs> <laughs> I have no friends left. Uh, so let's keep the old ball rolling there, my man. 
tag team match between Broken Social Scene and the new pornographers. Who wins and how does Arcade Fire interfere? Holy, f- could you imagine a bigger clusterfuck of nonsense <laughs> than this? Uh, I'd like to think that Broken Social Scene, uh, 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 they win the match. Arcade Fire tried to do a run-in with the lead singer, whoever that guy is with the hair. Uh, he trips and then you know how like when you see like guys running in a line or like the like the Tour de France when one guy's bike falls and then 50 guys behind them all crash into him. Ah, so yeah. lead singer of Arcade Fire, like he 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 eats it and then the whole band just falls on top of him. A comedy of That's errors, if you will. Yeah, see they say I can't book. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> uh Zelensky versus Putin cage match. Who wins? Oh, who cares? <laughs> I I, yeah, I can't no. deal with the fucking world anymore, dude. This is not a political platform. So. I'm fucking embarrassed to be an Albertan, and I'll leave it at that. Fair enough. Whoa, what's going on uh, over there, buddy? I know. that's uh, We're in trouble here. Is that it's Putin or Zelensky? Right a... <laughs> <laughs> uh, should all political disputes be solved via one-on-one contest, the loser having to abdicate from politics altogether? I think it would change the landscape for politicians because most of the politicians don't look like they could beat anybody in a fight. And I think Jesse Ventura would just be the leader of the free world for the rest of (laughs) of his life. There's Arnold Arnold uh, out there. But Arnie can't be president because he's not American. But I guess if it's just strictly on like fight-based politics, then maybe he could. We're screwed. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, yeah. You and I, we're not beating anybody. (laughs) Uh, Bond versus Bond. Which Bond would win between... Sorry, I, think, versus I think Mitch Clark would be president if that was the case. Actually, that's a good point. Yeah, no, that's a very good point, actually. Why didn't I think of that? I'm stupid. Now, this is a Boris fact that I may or may not have mentioned on the podcast previously, but I have never seen a James Bond movie in my life. Not one ever. Oh, I've so only seen I, one. Which one? Uh, the Casino Royale. And who was Bond? Dan, uh, the newest one. Daniel Dan- Craig? Daniel Craig? Okay, well, then that's the guy I pick for all of it, then. <laughs> Fair enough. Never seen a Bond movie. Should the NHL resolve long-standing hockey feuds in the ring? Example: Should the same combatant spar more than once, the game is halted, and a small ring is brought out onto the ice, wherein the two players take part in a no-holds-barred match, resulting in a point for the winner's team? Well, I, I have actually competed <laughs> yes. on the ice in the ring, so it's not so far-fetched to set up a ring on the ice. Uh, you know what? I think I'd like to see. Now, do they get to keep the skates on, or do they have to take the skates off? That's what I was wondering. Like, are we going full pads? Are we? Yeah. Because like you're gonna tear up the canvas pretty bad, you know. Then Kurt will <laughs> get mad. <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, I, I think that'd be good because I think some of these guys could real scrap out. Could you see like a guy getting Irish whipped into the ropes with the skates on? Maybe they put the skate guards on, and then they're good. Can we just put like? set up ropes on the ice and then they can leave their skates on maybe like a like what about like a, a drop kick or a big boot with the skates on super kick becomes the greatest finisher yeah. of all time see i can book <laughs> fuck you guys <laughs> uh hockey players who should make the transition to wrestling inversely wrestlers who should make the transition to hockey um it's funny you mentioned that you remember darren mccarty right you're a oh yeah well you're a red were you a red wings guy well, why no. do i why do i think that I don't know because I have red hair. Uh, no, you're reaching on that one. <laughs> but you remember Darren McCarty, right? 
Of course. Yeah. He's uh, been doing a little bit of work with this company called ICW in the States that does like oh, really? exclusive death matches. And so that's kind of interesting. I think Luch, get Luch in the ring. Luch will choke slam somebody. That's true. Yeah. And wrestlers that would make good hockey players. Anybody Canadian. I think we could the feel doom. like I think we could feel like a solid Canadian wrestler hockey team. I mean, Chris Jericho, his dad played in the NHL. Mm, also true. Actually, Vampiro had one of my my, my favorite quotes. Uh, he they put out a documentary on him uh, many 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 years ago, and he talked about how uh, he, when he was young he was he played hockey like most Canadians, and then as he got a bit older, he got into to music and punk rock. And he said, uh, "Hockey plus punk rock equals pro wrestling." And I was like, you know what? It kind of is. Yeah. And I was, that, <laughs> that, that always kind of stuck with me. And I always thought, that's kind of cool. That's a cool little uh, thing. Star Trek captains. Who wins? Oh, Kirk versus hell. Picard. Cisco versus, I don't know any of these either. Cisco versus Janeway. Old Pike versus Current Pike. Cisco? Like the thong song guy? That's, that's what I Baby. just said. There. That thong, the thong, formerly, thong, thong. Formerly known as Drew Hill. I like the way the beat go. Da-na, da-na. Baby, make beauty go. That's that's that song. You know what? That song fucks, and I don't care who says it. I don't care what you say. That song can get it. You know what else can get it? Mbop. Mbop can fucking get it too. And anybody who disputes that Mbop is a certified slap and banger will deal with me in the ice ring that we just invented. (laughs) Oh, we're going off the rails here. I love Ask Boris. Uh, I don't. I've never been a Star Trek dude, so I, I feel unqualified. I didn't know there was a new Pike and an old Pike. I, I'm just going to take Picard because I like the actor whose name escapes me right now for some reason. Uh, Stuart James. Stuart James, James something. Is it Stuart? James? Yep. No, James it's Stewart. Stuart something. <laughs> oh, it's fucking bugging me now. Anyway. Um, and there's like Patrick a, Stewart. That, I think a bunch of people are yelling at their phones. <laughs> you guys are stupid. <laughs> Which Stewart. wrestlers will be the next to successfully crack the big screen, similar to Dwayne Johnson? John Cena, Dave Batista. We covered that one already. Yeah, I think that's that's real. That's the double. Uh, musician fights Blink One Eighty Two versus Alkaline Trio. First of all, fuck Blink One Eighty Two and fuck their reunion tour and fuck however much it costs to go to that thing. Also, fuck when we were young because that has the worst lineup of bands I've ever seen in my life. That's because you're old. <clears throat> oh, I should have hit the cop button on that. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Alkaline Trio perhaps to have some decent songs. They take Blink out. It's not even close. Next, uh, Nicki Minaj versus Megan The Stallion. Megan The Stallion fucks. She gets it too. One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. Kanye versus Kid Rock. Oh boy. Oh, you know what? Let's each other out. let's put them in the ice ring, <laughs> and then when the Flames get their new arena and they demolish the Saddleome, we'll just leave, leave them. them in there. Yeah, I like that. Like, just what a couple of absolute garbage bag human beings uh this uh, apparently handicap match neil young and joni mitchell versus joe rogan <laughs> neil yeah. see joe rogan knows a lot about fighting but i don't know if he oh. can fight can he fight uh yeah he's won competitions like yeah he's no he would he would destroy neil young absolutely but so joni mitchell's the wild card in this is what you're saying i, I guess yeah maybe okay well i'm gonna go with joe rogan as much as that bothers me too uh, best album of 2022 so far. You know what I'm really, really, really digging is uh, the new Wonder Years album. It's kind of like a emo-y, punky sort of thing, and it's really, really, really good. And that is, 
I'm leaning towards that. I'm just digesting the brand new Sloan album came out on Friday. And of course that is my favorite band. So I'm very biased and I'm digesting that and it's really good. But uh, if you're into like some sort of, not like skate punky, but just like a sort of a punky rocky sort of a thing that, that with, with some emotion and some feeling to it, check out the new, I can't remember what the, all the album's called, but uh, yeah, the new Wonder Years album, really, really, really good. Favorite cartoon growing up. Okay, we're at 10 minutes, just so you know. So we got to rapid fire it. Okay. Uh, I like the Transformers cartoon. I like the G.I. Joe cartoon as well. And Muppet Babies is good shit too. Favorite cartoon now? Uh, I don't really watch cartoons now. Earliest I got chastised. Memory. I got chastised by uh, my girlfriend's son because I've never seen Rick and Morty before. I haven't seen it either. No, you're okay. Okay. Uh, earliest wrestling memory. I don't know specifically what it, but like one of the first angles that really stuck out to me was right before like WrestleMania three was, you know, the big macho man and uh, Ricky Steamboat, like amazing blow away match. And that came out of macho man trying to crush Steamboat's throat by like jumping off the top rope with the bell and crushing his neck and then putting him across the guardrail and ax handling him a bunch of times. And I remember there being like, uh, uh, vignettes of Ricky Steamboat at the doctor trying to learn how to talk again because his throat was crushed and he was like <laughs> all pissed off and yelling and stuff and that's like the first one of the first like angles that I remember which is weird because that was like later on I was like 11 and I was watching wrestling like when I was way younger than that but nothing really I don't know I don't I don't have a good memory uh, that'll tie into this next one earliest memory in general fuck I don't know uh, it was dark and then it was light, and I felt it. In, I felt an intense pressure like I've never felt before. My mother bit through the cord. That's a Dwight Schrute, by the way. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I think I've blocked out like a lot of my childhood for whatever reason. Um, I don't know. Nothing really that sticks out. I know that's a weird answer, but whatever. You there, Warren? Warren, where'd you go? There we go. I, oh. I don't know. It froze up on me. What the hell, Ward? You had me nervous for a minute there. <laughs> We're just going to leave that in. We're going to put this out warts Good. and all with the cough and everything. That's that's the sat pod way, isn't it? Hell yeah. Uh, how many countries have you visited? I've been to the United States of America. I have been to Mexico. I have been to Spain and Italy. And I think that's it. Places you and, want to travel to. And, and flavor. I've been to flavor. <laughs> that's well. Uh, I want to go to Japan and watch wrestling. I'd like to go to the UK as well, because I think it'd be cool to go to the UK. But yeah, I want to go to Japan and watch wrestling. Uh, if I, this being the person asking the question, if I win the lottery, would you come with me to Wrestle Kingdom? Oh, uh, fuck yeah. I don't, unless it's like Kanye West or Hitler or something. Then <laughs> no, but like, no, I know who asked that question. And absolutely. Get on that lottery. First, ca- first car. My first car was a sad. I didn't get my driver's license till way later. I think I was in my 30s when I got my driver's license. Uh, and it was a Saturn Aura and it lit on fire at a red light <laughs> in front of a McDonald's. <laughs> Owen and I had gone to get batting gloves for slow pitch season and we stopped at a red light. And Owen, like, I started seeing smoke coming from the hood. And Owen was shorter than me, so he could kind of see, like, above, you know, like above the dash, but like under the hood, you can kind of see if you're like low yeah. down. And he's like, Dad, I see fire. So 
<laughs> pulled it into this parking lot with the McDonald's and there was a domo there and the guy didn't have a fire extinguisher and then we'd be like, are we going to blow up and die? But yeah, it was a, uh, a Saturn aura that I called Perry. Worst injury you've ever had. Perry Saturn. Get it? Oh, I got it. Yeah. Mom, there you go. All that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, worst injury I've ever had. I broke my shoulder slipping on ice on the way to catch the bus in high school. It was the old, hey, Boris, watch out. It's, and then I was on the ground. How many times have you been arrested? Never. I have a spotless Dumb- criminal record. Dumbest thing you did as a kid slash teen. See, I don't have a lot of like good stories of doing dumb things because I didn't really do dumb things because I was too afraid of my dad. Are you a horror movie guy? No. Uh, I do, No, let me rephrase that. I don't like being scared. I like gore, but I don't like being yep. scared and I don't like jump scares. I'm kind of a baby. Uh, what would be your finishing move? I think we already know the answer to that because we've seen you use a finishing move. Which one? I have so many. Well, I mean, there's the you, you did do a little something to Andy Anderson at one point, did you not? Oh, I, well, yes, that's true. I did. Uh, I did choke out Andy Anderson with the sleeper hold. I also uh, uh, gave Michael Richard Blaze the stunner and the flipping pod driver. So you know, I have a lot in my arsenal. That makes me sound so badass. I like it. <laughs> okay, we're at five minutes. Uh, okay, I'll give you two more, and then we got one good one at the end. Okay. Um, most wings you've consumed in one sitting. Most wings I've consumed it. Oh God. I think yeah. I did like a 30 one time. <laughs> I think it was like uh, those really shitty ones from pizza 73. And I was like drunk and we just like chowed down. That'll do it. What did you drink before you discovered PPR? Uh, I was a Budweiser guy that as, as you know, very well, fortunately mm-hmm. the, the, the alcohol is not a part of my life anymore, sadly because of the gout, but uh, well, yes, I mean, before that's not necessarily sadly, uh, you know, you're right. That's that's a good take. I don't really miss it unless I'm like watching like a sporting event, like especially baseball, and it's like a hot day, and there's like some dude in the crowd with a big tall boy of bud chugging it down. I'm like, oh, yeah. that'd be nice right now. But no, it's uh, and I've dropped a few pounds and stuff. Like my my waist is like I just bought pants for work, and they're a 38, and I remember being like a 44, 46. So yeah, it's it's cause for for celebration, I guess. And finally, the most important question of all. When will the world see Big Bad Boris's low-impact, aqua-sized extravaganza become a reality? <laughs> see, now, if you don't watch a lot of indie wrestling, you may not be aware, but, like, like themed indie shows are, are sort of a bit of a thing. Not a lot, but, like, the, the most popular one, obviously, is Joey Janela's Spring Break. And GCW have done a bunch of other ones, like Joey Janela's Lost in New York and Jimmy Lloyd's Degeneration, whatever, and, like... Different companies have named shows after people. And I originally started it off as a joke. I thought, what's the most absurd thing I could come up with? And low impact aqua size extravaganza was the most absurd thing that I could come up with. And it started as a joke. But now, I would say over the past like few months, I really want to do it. Because if you listen to the podcast a couple of weeks ago with Michael Richard Blaze, uh, we talked about how he's made those, those uh, appearances on Raw and that's like something that's in the history books that you can never take away from him, regardless of what happens in the future. You know, he did raw matches and that's cool. This is kind of like my raw match. I want like this show <laughs> would happen and it's going to have my name on it. And it's something no one can ever take away from me. And we did this show and I want to have like 10% booking, uh, uh, like, you know, be able to book some of it. And I want to like 
and this sounds really dumb, but like we play rad music uh, when doors open at Love Wrestling because we all like punk rock. I want to like pick the playlist for for when doors open and for when intermission is. I really want to do it. So that's in the hands of of the Almighty Spencer Love, <laughs> and uh, you know we'll see where where the where the chips fall. I'm in. You name the day and the place, I'll be there. We think we should do it at uh, the the water park at Westhead. Beautiful. I think that'd be an awesome idea. Okay, we got like two minutes. Anything else you want to talk about or whatever? Uh, I I'm good. I could ask you another question if you want, but I figured that was a good way to end it. Let's do let's do like a couple more rapid fire, and then I'll outro the the, the song, and we'll get the fuck out of here. Favorite jam to go on a PB and J? Uh, I, I strawberry. Why do I like Fig Newtons so much? Fig Newtons are an underrated snack. I haven't had one in a long time. Yeah, Fig Newtons are good shit. Good. And you can and you can pretend they're healthy because they're fruit. <laughs> if you had to wear a Thaddeus Archer the Third style suit, what would the design be? I like his save. I call it the Save by the Bell suit. You know the one I'm talking about. It's like yep. super neon and yeah. I don't think I should wear the scratch ticket one because that's a lot of like shiny material on a guy like me. <laughs> What's going to be your go-to XFL team? I was a Seattle Dragons fan the last go round, and they're the Seattle, mm. I guess, is coming back. I don't know any team names or anything, but yeah, I'm going to be a, a Seattle guy, I think. I was I was Vipers. I think they were Tampa. I don't I don't know yeah, why they were. Who knows? All right. Well, Warren, I want to thank you for for hanging on doing this. It's always super super fun anytime that we get to do anything, whether it's on the air or just hanging out. I think you're like one of the best dudes I know, and your professional broadcasting is good for this. Well, Boris, uh, the pleasure is all yours. Oh, <laughs> all right. Uh, we're going to go out to brand new music from a band called Skeptics. The song is called Blue Balls. It's good, uh, happy, fun, rock and roll punk rock that I like so much. I have no idea what's going on for next week because, like I said, I have no friends. But we'll see if I can make a new friend. And hopefully we'll be back next week. This is The Skeptics. Enjoy. And we'll talk to you all next week. This is a song I wrote about you.